2: Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Kaboom!
3: If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough...
0: Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and somebody else. We'll get to him in a minute. Because four hours are not enough on the overnight during the week. And we are now doing this eight days a week. Please support the podcast. And uh, we're joined by David Gascon, for better or worse. He's right over there, Gascon, uh, Blovey anyway. And uh, we do need the podcast support, right, Gascon? This is important, right? We've said this before. But the people, the overlords of podcasting at this company, reviews are important downloads are important the numbers are important so um we need your help is what i'm trying to say
4: yes i mean we we get pretty good reviews yeah. weekly um i think we need to have more positive reviews for me than you but that's just a you know, personal opinion
0: <laughs> yeah no but I, listen, i'm a big believer in the uh it's called guerrilla marketing uh and uh, it's the only advertising we ever get we had uh, I saw Fats in Philadelphia this week. He put the Maller brand in the middle of the store, the grocery store, uh, it, which was pretty cool. Some free advertising there. Ben Maller right there, Ben Maller Show. And then our, our guy, uh, Matt, in, in Boston, Moving Man Matt, and he, he put on his truck as he travels across the country, Maller Militia. So that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's 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 free advertising. That's guys that love the show that are supporting the show. And so, so it's pretty neat, but it's really simple. I mean, the cool thing about this is it's like a lot of these podcasts and eventually I'll probably get to this when they fire me and I'll have to (laughs) do my own thing. I'll charge you per month to listen to the content, but now it's free. All you have to do is just listen and support, support the advertisers as they say. But for us, it's the five star reviews on the podcast platform you use. And, and it's downloading, getting other people to download. Like, and, you know, I'm not against. I'm not against if you've got, you know, your parents are a little older and they've got smartphones and they don't really know what's going on. I'm not, a, I'm not against saying, hey, uh, hey, um, dad or mom or grandma or grandpa, can I uh, borrow your phone for a second? I, I want to set you up on this podcast. And they'll be like, what? I don't know what a podcast is. And then you set it up and then they get it automatically. When they subscribe, it automatically goes to their phone. Um, now, it helps if they actually listen. But even if they don't listen, having more subscribers does. Does help.
4: Yes, does it help. does. Now, have you had a listener get a tattoo of you yet? No, no, that would be a weird one.
0: That no one has done that. The only one I know in radio that has had that happen is the great Tony Bruno, oh, and a caller from Maine, Mister Maine Event, who's he passed away a couple of years ago. But that guy was an over-the-top sports radio caller, Mister Maine Event, and he loved Tony Bruno. And he's always an Itali- He was also an Italian guy. You know, Bruno's you know thick Italian guy, and so. Uh, he got a tattoo of Tony Bruno on his body. He had he had, a, he had a, a few tattoos already of like Italian sports stars, you know, that he 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 had put on his body. But he, so yeah, he that's the only one I know. I don't know if I, that would be weird. I, I would be like, well, what? I don't know. You really want to do that? But if you love tattoos, I I wouldn't like stop you from doing it. You know. I wouldn't stop you from doing it. And I'd promote the hell out of it. Absolutely.
4: It'd be a little intense. Maybe uh, yeah. I mean Fats is litting himself on fire. You've had Doc Mike's no, and uh, you... don't
0: don't encourage this, Gascon. I didn't don't encourage, encourage it. it. I was in, I feel like you're encouraging Fats to do this. Do not do that.
4: No, I I said Fats
0: was... Fats is so crazy, he'd get my name tattooed on his ass. <laughs> That's how crazy he is. Do I really want that? I don't I don't know that I want.
4: Oh man. Well, that'd be a sight to see.
0: Well, I know you'd probably like to see that. You'd like to see that. Anyway, hey, listen, before we get going on the podcast, a Cameo.com, Cameo, Cameo, Cameo.com. Uh, search my name, Ben Maller. I do a personalized video message for you right there in the studio. I usually do these in the studio. If you want me to do it in a different room in the Maller Mansion, I will do that as well. You want me to go outside, I'll go outside. You can pretty much choreograph where you want this to be. If you want oh. Bella...
4: That's a great, that's a great idea. So if anyone wants to arrange a, a, an instant, um, I I guess what we would say a a provocative video for you on, um, on social media, how about this? Someone should request you do a video on cameo from the Geico Fox sports radio studios. I, think well, I be do. A I do it. The, I do idea. it.
0: That's a great point. I do it from the remote Geico Fox uh. Sports Radio studios, as you know. Uh, much like uh, Clay Travis and uh, many of these people were working out of remote studios, and uh, so I do it from the remote studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, I, follow us on on social media. Facebook. We use Facebook a lot for the podcast. A lot of the content. In fact, today's podcast, most of it comes from questions sent in by listeners like yourself. To the Facebook page, Ben Maller Show, and uh, follow us along there, and, and get other people to do that as well. And then on Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox, and on Twitter at Ben Maller. Gascon, how can the unwashed reach you?
4: <laughs> hey, uh, Twitter at David J Gascon, Instagram is at Dave Gascon. So follow me there, por favor. What are we doing today? What do we got on the menu? All right, we have
0: be or not to be, and mailbacks. Very simple. Very right. straightforward. Here we go. Let's start. You want to start with B or not to be? Let's start with B or not to
4: I B. think it's fair to say that. So, yeah. So, Ben, this is an ode to the Babylon Bee, which I know you're a big fan of. and i am I've grown to have an appreciation for.
0: I like that we're doing this bit because now I only have to hear Babylon Bee stories <laughs> one day a week as opposed to five or six days a week when you would feed my phone and my social media with these stories.
4: All right, so these are the five titles that did not make the cut. Uh, We'll start there first. Oh, I
0: I thought you – okay, so these did not make – oh, go ahead.
4: These did not make the cut. Uh, Alien reports no intelligent life on Earth after landing in Portland, Oregon. (laughs) All right. That did not make the cut. That's good. Uh, Millennial drops support for socialism after learning how hard it is to get avocado toast in Venezuela. (laughs) Okay. That's pretty good. Uh, California converts carpool lanes into riders' lanes.
0: Carpool lanes, in the right. okay. Yeah, yeah, I got it. That did not make the cut, though. That's not did one. Did not thing.
4: make the cut. How about this one? Struggling chemistry teacher takes to life of crime, manufacturing plastic straws to sell in the streets of Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <I'm good.
0: laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, That's so Santa Barbara, too. And
4: yeah. last but not least, Nevada church avoids coronavirus restrictions by installing slot machines Aye, there
0: you go i like that i like that those are good all right that, Pretty good now, now we get to the meat the meat stuff now the, we get to the good the
4: stuff. meat and potatoes now this one's a, an ode to benny versus the penny um because typically we get half and half on the selections it's much like craps you're either going black or red or you get the green the greens usually Sunday night football but uh ben if, if games are not on cbs where do people usually go to watch their games
0: uh well if the game's on we'll go to fox or whatever right
4: so we go on fox you got a better watch so ben fox announces in the fall they have a new show it's called night at the museum revenge of the statues is that b or not the b
0: they've tried some crazy stuff over the years on television and fox but i'm gonna say that's the b
4: it is the beat. It, yeah, it is an ode yeah. to all the statues being torn down and taken down all across the United States for any and all reasons.
0: Yes, uh, it's uh, it's pretty pretty wild. I think we should put new statues up so future generations can tear statues down. <laughs> I think that's what we should do.
4: Well, yes. we're doing that in front of like Staples Center and in front of all these yeah. other arenas. Well, so we well, sports
0: that. sports statues are the one statue that people haven't torn down, unless. That's not true. Like Joe Paterno had his statue removed, right?
4: And Jerry Richardson out in uh, Carolina with the Panthers.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, even that is not. But most of these athletes get a free pass. I mean, if you knew what some of these guys did back in the day, I mean, they were (laughs) wild people. uh, With the morality of today compared to the morality of when they were athletes. Yeah, no doubt. Look, even um, you know Muhammad Ali. You go down the list. I mean, there are a lot of these guys lived wild lives.
4: (laughs) That's right. I mean, the '80s. Uh, The '80s Lakers. Oh, like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah.
0: Except A.C.
3: Green. Yeah, that's Except
0: true. A- a- AC, My man A.C., he uh, he kept it in his pants.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any Graduate Hotels location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels where college fans stay.
2: That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
4: Uh, How about this one, B? uh, Ben, the B or not the B? uh, Georgia detectives discover dead body is sex doll.
0: Well, I mean, this I'd like to think that uh, now. Is this where the report came in and they call? They went out there and then they realized it was a sex doll, or was this the police initially thought it was a sex doll? Uh, That changes the story.
4: Yeah, they were investigating a crime,
0: so they got called on this, but they didn't know. Okay, so I, I. I believe that's true. Because I, 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 my wife tells me stories. She's a 911 operator. She tells me stories of the crazy stuff people call it. Think, they think it's something and it's not. Yeah. So, so I think that I'll, – I'll, uh, I'll say this.
4: All right. So you are two for two. Yeah. yeah. In fact, in Liberty County, deputies had gotten to a crime scene, but they couldn't approach the body and they couldn't touch it until the coroner got there because of policy. So when the coroner got there, they investigated the corpse and it turned out it was actually a sex doll. So Oh, that's I
0: mean, that sex doll must have really been a bad sex doll to do this <laughs> demise like that. You imagine. Uh, uh the
4: the B or not the B, how about this right. one? Hillary Clinton suggests that Americans vote for president by email.
0: <laughs> uh all right. So let's break this down scientifically. Uh does it sound like it's? I mean, it. Yeah, but I haven't heard. I, I mean, I haven't heard Hillary's do any interviews recently. Maybe she hasn't. I missed it.
4: Oh, don't but forget! I, earlier this week, President Trump said they might delay the election because of the mail-in voting.
0: Yeah, but I she's not really done a lot of media stuff, so I have not heard it. I think I would have heard. That's one I probably if that was true, I would have heard that. So I'm going to say that's that's uh, that's Babylon. Because.
4: Yes, it is the Babylon B. Uh, yeah! Series
0: three not to say that she's probably not thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about the Babylon B with these, this type of story is now, if she comes out and says in the future weeks, "Hey, I think that Americans should vote for president by email," they'll say, "Wait a minute, uh, you know that was a Babylon B story, but she actually said it." You know, it's like it's like those things from The Simpsons when they become reality. In fact, our uh, our guy, uh, what's, uh, I'm having a mental block. The, uh, the the political guy we had on uh, was it last week? Uh, Dave Rubin. Yeah, Dave Rubin. He tweeted out a Flintstones video about mm. media control that was pretty funny, and uh, many people think that that, based on the pulling of the YouTube and the uh, the Facebook video this week, that yeah. that is uh, really the Simpsons nailed that one.
4: Yeah, they've they've yeah. they've hit some great ones in the past.
0: Yeah. Well, you're on for 30 years. You take some chances, sure.
4: That's true. That's true. How about th- this one's going to be tough because of the location? Uh, Florida woman who posted a viral video questioning why officers pulled a gun on her caught stealing a car.
0: All right. So, woman, she claims the officers were doing, were they were making a video over or something like that. Yeah. We, 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 she, we, she
4: questioned the officers because they pulled her over. Yeah. And pointed a gun at her and it turned out she stole a car all right
0: i think this one's true because uh, this sounds i i've heard similar versions of this story so if it's babylon b it's i mean I've, i feel like i've heard some something like this somewhere. you know you get you get stopped for like something you're like what'd you pull me over i wasn't speeding and then they find out yeah like a warrant or whatever Uh, i'm gonna say that's true
4: yeah you're four for four yeah Yeah,
0: i'm on fire i was born for be or not to be
4: oh man so check this out this woman in tampa bay she actually posted a video that went viral a police officer's pulling her over drawing a gun on her after she was pulled over and reportedly what was a stolen car she now faces charges, Ben, of failing to return a leased vehicle and have a fraudulent credit card that was in use. So, ah, so look at that so she went from telling officers that she was actually borrowing a friend's car to actually not borrowing it to stealing a leased car, never returning it.
0: That reminds me, one of my favorite shows, and I don't even know if it's still on, and I haven't watched it in years, but I used to love it. Was Bait Car. Do oh, you yeah. ever watch
4: Bait Car? Yeah. Is,
0: is that still on? No, I don't think I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, probably not. But it was that was a good show. And I my favorite part was when they would they would turn the kill switch on the the car, that was the bait car, mm-hmm. and then they'd go and approach the person and then They'd say, oh, I was just moving the car, or I was uh, helping a friend out, or something like that, or you know, I wasn't stealing it. I, I love the excuses. I love that. That was hilarious. <laughs> the, the crap people would come up with. When they, we know they were caught red-handed, it was the car was planted. To
4: get, oh, so great. <gasps> Last one on the B or not the B. All right. Ben I can Mallard. go five
0: for five if I get this right. First the pressure is on.
4: Yeah. Uh, man loses limb skydiving.
0: Man loses limb skydiving. Uh Yeah, I mean I, I think that I can see that. I, I, uh, I don't want to screw this one up. I did I remember I got four right and then I screwed up the last one. I'm gonna say that's true.
4: Wow, you were five for five. Yeah! Batting a thousand! Uh, I couldn't use the full context because I'm sure you would have gotten it right for sure. But, uh, Ben, last week a guy jumped out of a plane in Addison County who's skydiving in a popular spot. But the trick in all this is he actually had an artificial limb that he lost while skydiving. He, he lost it and needed to get someone else to retrieve it for him. He said in a quote, I think my adrenaline was so high and I was just excited. I didn't realize I had lost it. He lost his <laughs> lost his artificial leg uh, while skydiving. Can you imagine though, trying to trying to land?
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, and that moment when you realize the leg is out and then, and then you're like, Oh man, jeez." <laughs> There you go. Jump out of a plane. You never know what's gonna happen.
4: Uh, would you be more inclined to jump out of a plane or to bungee jump?
0: Man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do either. But I guess if I had to choose, I would bungee jump because at least you, th- in theory, you figure maybe the rope won't snap. Yeah. I, but jumping out of a plane, man. oh, uh, I'm sure it's great for the first couple of minutes, but.
4: Yeah, my uh, my cousin said he did it. And they did it for a bachelor party. He says the shot of adrenaline you get from doing it. They had a beer right after they landed. And he said he passed out the rest of the day. He slept all day after that. He was just so drained from the adrenaline rush.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy, man. I, I wonder how, how long does the average skydive last? Have you, You've you never done it, have
4: no, you? No, never, never. It. But would you, do a, it? No, would you do it? No, no I don't no, think so. Do I mean, I'd be more inclined to skydive than a bungee jump. Really? Yeah. Why? I I just th- don't you want to
0: leap off a bridge and like, no eh.
4: because that thing snaps like you know you're going right into the ground at least at least if you're skydiving you have an idea of where you're going for a landing spot anyway because usually they're talking about hey, like some kind of uh- terrain.
0: Guess Scott. If the chute doesn't open, it doesn't matter where you're landing. I know, it's flat. You're a pancake. You're dead.
4: It's yeah, over. Lights but, out. Game over. But, but if you're skydiving, you're usually skydiving with friends or you're skydiving with a guide.
0: Uh, yeah. Still, though. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, we've seen stories. We've read stories. We've talked about stories where people thought that you know they had a guide and the guide had done it for 30 years. And this was the day the chute didn't open. Yeah. You know, this was and they both died, and that that's uh, that's it. Yeah. Boy, imagine that. You're, you're falling. You're like, oh, this is the greatest time of my life. All right, let's pull the chute. I'm dead. Nothing comes out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and then you got the rest of the time. And uh, that's like the same thing. I mean, I, still, I can still close my eyes and see the videos of those people jumping off the World Trade Center. Oh, yeah. In uh, a 9-11 and how terrible that. I mean, to think that was your only option. You know, that was you. That of the two choices you had, that was the one.
3: And uh, yeah. Oh.
0: All right. Very ghoulish. Macabre.
3: Yeah. Yes. Right you. Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
0: Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre register today so you can easily create your winning bracket. When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
2: 6 p.m. book an exclusive reservation with resi global dining access right this way because the american express platinum card offers access to the centurion lounge must see live events and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at american express.com with amex terms apply
0: time now for the mailbag actual questions by actual listeners thus we call it the mailbag and thank you for the questions, you guys have been great, and we ask on Wednesdays, and you guys fill up the mailbag, and we try to get everyone on. We don't have time for everyone, so we cherry-pick uh, randomly random, random questions. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh Vols fan Jimmy from Fayetteville, Tennessee. Longtime Malibu militia man writes it. He says, Ben, will you make the Benny Award for best fill-in for the crew? Uh, Jonas has the advantage because no one will sit in your chair. Eddie is making a strong push, and so is Brian Finley. You know who wants even to be nominated is West of the 405. Now, you don't want – let me answer that, Jimmy. Gascon does not want to be – Mr. West of the 405 does not want to be nominated because he can't handle the overnights.
4: No, that's not true.
0: He's such a pussy willow that the overnight lifestyle – is too much. Uh, otherwise, he would fill in, but they, they don't even call him. He's on the do not call list. Yes. Because he cannot handle the hours. He's a daytime guy. He's an evening guy. He's not an overnight guy. Not everyone's cut out for you. Not everyone's made for the military. Not everyone's made for overnight radio.
4: You know, I, I got to the network, and that's exactly the shift that I started on with Jonas and a couple other guys that went overnight. But, you know, I mean, we have ambitions and we have things that we want to do. And, Certain people are content with staying that way. Um, well, I'm not let like me, that.
0: Uh, let me explain to you how syndicated radio works. I know you're new to syndicated. Yes, radio. I've been in the teach. business a long time in syndicated radio. Working overnight, you're actually on more affiliates. Yes. I am cleared by more radio stations than Colin Cowherd or but, Dan Patrick being on where I am. So you're actually you're available on big, massive radio stations, and you you would be shocked how many people have insomnia. And how many people can't sleep or how many people, you know, a couple days a week they stay up late, whatever. So I actually have more of a reach by doing the overnight show. If I went to a daytime show, I'd make more money because the advertising is more expensive, but I would have less people listening. It's yeah. odd. Well, no, it's I odd mean, how that
4: works. I know that. I mean, people also listen to you on the Armed Forces Network. Like, they yes. listen to you in Japan and yeah. Australia and Germany. Like I, And I, all the ships at sea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that. It's just... The, well, you have the luxury of working four hours on a show or, you know, filling four in. Four hours. Yeah. You know,
0: each hour of, it's like dog years. Each hour of talk radio is yeah. like seven hours. Did yeah. you know that? You don't know that because you, you know, you're not, like a host guy. No, no. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, it, but when we do these podcasts, so, th- it almost feels like it's cut in half, right? Because it's no. easy. It's free flowing. There's no drama. There's plenty of conversation. Um mm-hmm. I'm awake. I know you're not usually working with. You know, people oh, wow! That are, you know.
0: You're just unloading now. Well, I'm just <laughs> no, but I, but I work a four-hour show and I put seven hours of prep into each yes. hour. That's a 28-hour workday. Yeah. So I'm working 28 hours a day on the show, and you times that by five. I'm working 140 hours a week just on the radio show, and the podcast we don't put any effort into, so it's different. But but 140 hours a week.
4: Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. do you think that that uh, do you think the anchors should be there during overnight hours for seven, eight, nine hours a night?
0: Well, the way I look at it, the way the business is going, getting rid of a lot of the news anchors, I think you should just be happy if you're a news anchor because I have friends of mine that have lost their job that yeah. were sports update guys. So I think, you know, I'm all for the more jobs, the merrier in radio mm-hmm. because it's already a small enough circle that work in this business. So I, I think if you know, rather than bitch and complain about it, I think you know why not. Uh, just, uh, enjoy the fact that you actually still have gameful
4: employment. Well, I I'm who's bitching and moaning about it? I'm it just like I'm, you're complaining. No, I'm not. I'm talking.
0: You had ulterior motives.
4: No, I'm talking about the purpose because oh. yeah, because you want to you want to fetch the stories, you want to hunt down the stories, and you want the news, you want that flow of activity, right? Like you don't want to be yeah. a bump on a log, and so that's what I'm trying to tell you. I, uh, okay. I, I think yeah. that's the joy of of doing daytime radio. Yeah. No,
0: no, not, not all right. Uh, let's see here. Mini, uh, meeny, mighty mo. Pierre from Springfield writes in. he says, "Ben, just like the Maller militia, eat their own. The cancel culture and mainstream media have once again set their sights on another of the Hollywood elites. So this time, Ellen DeGeneres. Do you think it's time for a new segment of the Fifth Hour? So this is this is Pierre helping us with content. Okay. Right. he says, uh, do you think it's time for a new segment here dedicated to the latest pop culture sports figure or anything else that is deemed offensive, sexist, racist, bigoted? And he even came up with a name for the bit. He says, another one bites the dust. He said, you can call it another one bites the dust. So he wants us to feature someone or something in pop culture that has been canceled by the mob.
4: That's a pretty good idea, because like, yeah. we could have... Completely opposite takes on it too, right? Like where I would feel that it shouldn't be canceled, and you do, and vice versa. There's
0: very few things I think should be canceled. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's a very small, it's like a thimble, the uh the amount. But uh that's actually good, Pierre. We'll consider that. We're all about the the content, and the, I, mean, I know we'll obviously bring it up something big in sports, but we can do pop culture. We're allowed to do pop culture here. All right, Matt in Dallas, Fort Worth writes it. He says, Ben. Uh, Don't you think it's time to change the name of the Maller Militia? If forced, because I guess he's referencing cancel culture, Uh, (laughs) if forced to change the name, because you know Militia promotes violence and is offensive to pacifists and Brian Finley, uh, what would you select? Uh, Well, Matt, uh, thank you for your patronage. I appreciate that. Um, And I, I didn't even come up with the the Militia, the Maller Militia. That was a guy named, appropriately enough, Jihadist John in Michigan, <laughs> who was a big super fan of the show years ago in the early 2000s and was like like a biggest fan, and he just gave up on sports radio. Yeah, I don't know, it's a weird story what happened to him, but uh, he was upset because his teams didn't win, and he said, if I don't, my teams don't win by the time I turn 40, I'm never going to watch, and he didn't watch. He was a man of his word. He stopped, he stopped listening and gave up sports and, and all that. Uh, but I think the militia is a noble noble group, um, and if you look at the definition of a militia, it's a military force that is raised from the civil population to supplement the regular army. It's a support staff for the army in an emergency. Right, that's why we have the malor Oath. Now, we haven't done the malor Oath on the show. If you want, call up next week, uh, this coming week here. We'll do the Malheur Oath. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, I... I don't think we have to. But if we did change it, what would we What we call it? I don't know. Uh, we'd call it uh, the Mallard Armed Forces, the Mallard. Or, or, oh, how about this? Benny's Battalion. Yeah, that's good. You like that? Benny, yeah. But that's offensive also, though. Benny's or <laughs> Benny's Brigade or you know something like yeah. that kind of rhymes. Or Mallard's Military or, you know, I don't
4: know. Mallard Mob?
0: Oh, Mob, yeah. You could do that. I could be the underboss. You could be the underboss. I'll be the mob. boss. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, there you go. We'll have a bunch of captains. That actually probably would work better than militia.
4: No, no because head. no, because then you'd then all these all these militia members would want to have a a rank.
0: Oh yeah, they wouldn't just be uh, yeah the soldiers. They or, or the uh, what do they call the lower in the mob? What's the lowest rank in the mob?
4: I don't know. I'd, like a gopher? Um.
0: No, they. I you know they had the, the the boss. They have the underboss. They have the captain, and then below that, I forget what it is. The lowest rank. I have to. Yeah.
3: Look it up. I'll have to watch Goodfellas again. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
0: All right, Chris, in uh, Maquetta, Isle. I think I'm butchering that. We've had that before. Uh, Chris is a regular. He says, for Gascon, what are your favorite bets on the craps table? You sounded like a don't player on a previous podcast. For your information,
4: everyone hates don't players. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't play the don't come line, I will only play either no tens or no fours. And basically Ben, what that means is this, because you played craps before, right?
0: I, what I have done with craps, I don't understand craps. I just my I just follow the person who's deemed <laughs> hot and just, Mimic their bets at the craps table. Yeah. So I'm the worst person when it comes to this, but I like I'll go. I hear a lot of noise in the back of the casino back when you know normal times during the apocalypse before the apocalypse. Yeah. And I'll go over there and I was okay, this guy's winning some money. I'll, I, I'm going to put some money down on whatever he's doing. You know,
4: right? Like, yeah, so. Well, so, okay. So follow me on this then, real quick, because the the point of craps is when you have your initial roll, like your first roll. Um, the goal is to either roll a seven or an eleven, and so if you're betting, if you're betting on that roll you want to hit a seven or 11, any kind of combination. Okay. So if you do not hit seven or 11 and you hit any number that ranges either from four to 10, you'll have the, the pit bosses will have a marker and that marker will go on that number. So let's just say for argument's sake, your opening roll was not a seven. It was not 11, but it was a six. Okay. Because the game of craps is probability. Sixes and eights are your highest probability of numbers to be rolled outside of a seven. Okay? Okay. So the Uh. only way for you to make more money now on your initial bet is that you have to now hit another six. And you have to hit the six before you roll another seven. If you roll a seven, the entire table loses. Now, I either bet no four or no ten. The reason why I bet either no four or no ten is I'm betting at any time that you will never roll a 10 or a four before you roll a seven. And the reason why is because the four and the 10 are the lowest probability on the board outside of you rolling snake eyes or boxcars, which is double sixes. Oh. So what I bet though, here's the kicker though, is that if you want to bet and let's say you want to bet like 25 bucks that you'll, you'll roll a seven or 11 and you win $25. I can't do that. If I roll, if I bet like a no 10 or a no four, I have to bet fifty dollars, so it's, uh, the odds are one to two, not two to one. So it's one to two odds. So I have to bet fifty dollars just to win twenty five. Oh, all right, yeah. I so gotcha. it's a it's a very patient and like methodical approach. So to answer his question, I don't fade the table; I just fade the shooter from rolling a four or ten. Because if any time you roll a seven or you hit your number, like you hit the six, I don't lose my money, but I don't win any money where everybody else does. Uh huh.
0: All right. I'm going to have a headache if we talk more about this.
4: Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Vegas, you,
0: baby. Yeah. When are you going? We were supposed to go to Vegas. <sighs> we to go to Vegas.
4: <sighs> a- I know. I talked
0: me. to somebody who was in Vegas recently. They said it sucks. It does. All the restaurants aren't open <laughs> you know, the way they used to be. The stuff's closing down early. You know, the casinos are open, but nobody's socializing everyone's plastic up everywhere and they get wear the mask the whole time isn't
4: robbie or don't you have a couple followers that are poker players that that are in sin city
0: Oh, Robin Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a couple guys like that. Yeah, yeah.
4: Do, I mean, do they play anymore, or
0: what do they do? I, I don't know. They haven't told me. I'm not, I'm not sure. All right, Dave writes in from St. Paul, Minnesota. He says, how do you feel that Joe Kelly got a longer suspension than any of the cheating Astros? Well, Dave, we talked about that on the uh, radio show. I did several monologues. Wait, Probably too many monologues about the Dodgers and the Astros. Uh, but, no, listen, uh, Rob Manford is a co-conspirator in what the Astros did. He's the getaway driver. He didn't rob the bank, but he was outside the bank, and he was ready with the car running and jump in. Uh, let's get away. And it's uh, it, it's just wild. I guess the analogy is somebody steals something from you, and the 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 police don't do anything, whatever. And then and then you eventually get to the point where you're like, okay, I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do something. To this person, and then they, they get you for, they're like, what, what? no, you, you're you not supposed to, they, they're allowed to steal whatever they stole, but you're not allowed to get your revenge. Yes. Bullshit. Bullshit is what it is. Ethan and Akron writes in, he says, who is the voiceover guy for Fox Sports Radio? Is it a real person? I was watching a Dodger game with the radio feed, and I heard him on one of the Dodger ads. If he's a real person, you guys should get him on, Ethan said. Well, Ethan, it is a real person. It's a, a voiceover artist, and that's all he does is voice commercials and the imaging for Fox Sports Radio. And uh, I, I would be, uh, I would be cool getting him on. I, 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 don't know this the, the current voice guy. The early days of Fox Sports Radio. Oh man, I'm having a mental block here. Damn it. Uh, the voiceover guy who's now the voiceover guy for ESPN was the voiceover guy at Fox. And we interviewed him. I we were doing shows at the Fox lot, and we had him in. And this guy lived what a great life. He uh, he worked out of his house, kind of like I'm doing now. And and but what he said the the big money in voiceover is for movie trailers. He did a few of those. And and the guys in L.A. they'll pick you up in a limo. Probably now you just do it from your house, but they pick you up in a limo. They take you to a little booth at the studio. You have like an hour voice session. And they pay you thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars, and and you end up working like about an hour a day to save your voice. But uh, yeah, we should. Yeah, I'd be cool. It'd be interesting to have him on and ask what it's like to be a voiceover guy. And and uh, eh. you want to track him down, guest Gun, talk to to Vito or some of the guys in the back there and see if we can get his name.
4: Yeah, I can. I can try to do that. Wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So you've hunt him down. P- yeah.
0: Probably build a company for the uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right, uh, I would. Uh, Andy uh, writes in from Long Lake, Minnesota. Long- that's offensive. Long Lake. <laughs> what if you're not long? Uh, who is going to buy the Timberwolves? Uh, KG and his billionaire boys club or Ziggy Wolf? Well, that's a great question, uh, Andy. My... My theory on this is: A, if all things are equal, it's Kevin Garnett, right? Because if, if you know, big ticket, you look at how the NBA is, and they they they, they want to get more former players involved in the upper ranks of the NBA for several reasons. But uh, I I I got to think that if Garnett, and, and by all accounts he's gotten was it three or four billionaires together, if he's close or the same they go with him. So I, I would say it's up to that. And if, the, if the money's a lot different, and if it's not close, highest bidder wins. Highest bidder wins. Carlos in Houston writes, and he says, Boston cream pie or banana cream pie, uh, and And when is Skeeter in Montana getting his pie party? All, all good questions. I love Boston cream pie. It's wonderful. I've had it at the, the first, that hotel in Boston where they claim, the legend is that they, they first served Boston cream pie. Uh, but... Banana cream pie for the win. Banana cream pie for the win.
4: Yeah, no dispute uh, on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know it's
0: just the reality. It's just, uh, I, you know, I, I, in some parallel dimension, it's Boston cream pie. And as far as Skeeter, I, I owe Skeeter a phone call. He gave me like a three-hour window to call him, so I need to call Skeeter. Uh, but I uh, I don't know when the, the party, the party got pushed back. But we'll still have the party. We'll honor Skeeter. Uh, Miguel on fire from Rancho Cucamonga writes in. He says, Ben. And guess God, if you two were multi-talented musicians, what genre of music would you guys most likely be playing? Uh, well, uh, pretty nuanced. I could play any genre of music, uh, but if you're going into music, most guys go into it to to get the full effects of the uh, the perks of the music, which is the uh, the ladies. So I, you know, some kind of rock, right? Some kind of. Uh, What's that or, or uh, what's that uh, who's the guy that uh is he still popular Dave Sheeran? Is he still uh, a yeah. big deal? He's getting a lot of uh attention, you know, from the other fairer sex, right?
4: Man, I don't I might go classical. Like I might go I think I you can't go wrong with See, here's the thing, with piano, you can play the piano into any kind of genre. So, if you're doing that for also the the female Companionship. Yeah. You get well, some high net worth females that are.
0: Yeah. In, in, you do You do like the Cougars. The Cougars yes. are coming. The Cougars are coming. Yeah, of course.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: All right. Moving man Matt writes and he says, Currently I'm in North Bend, Washington. Why on earth Brian Finley? He makes Jared from Subway a candidate for babysitting. Oh my! God. Dude's a creep, and Gascon sucks as uh, from Moving Man Man. Wow, oh this it's a little harsh on on Finley. Finley's um, heart is in the right place. I mean, a little over the top on some of the some of the fun that we were having. Yeah, a little carried away there. But uh, we'll we'll get him. He keeps filling in for Eddie, and Eddie takes more time off. And eventually, we'll uh, we'll we'll whip Brian Finley into shape. I'll be like I'll be like one of those NBA uh, China basketball camps. We'll whip him <laughs> Damn. into
4: shape. Man, <laughs> man. Well, was, they were saying that article uh, was that thirteen year olds are getting drilled in the face by forty year old coaches. That seems reasonable. Oh, shit.
0: You know? Oh, you gotta, if you don't uh, listen, boom, right in, the, right in the schnoz, right in the schnoz. Uh, Jason said moving man Matt would rather be served jello shots by Bill Cosby at a pool party hosted <laughs> by Jerry Sandusky than listen to Brian Finley. It's <laughs> 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 a good line, Jason. That's uh, that's a funny line. I'm guessing Brian Finley, oakley-doakley-doo, probably will not find that funny. He will not find the humor in that at all, uh, but so what. Uh, Marco from Oakdale writes, and he says, is there a chance, that the Finley fanatics will take the maller militia to lunch someday, or will we be divided? Uh, and then he and then he says, uh, Marco says, Finley fanatics lives matter is uh, is what he says. Well, uh, yeah, there you go. Look at that. There's things popping up here. Sound sound effects popping up. Ah, uh, that was clearly a, a screw up by somebody. Uh, I I will say uh, no. The Finley fanatics don't even exist. They're a figment, a figment of Brian Finley's imagination. There's no such thing as the Finley Fanatics. It's all just a made-up operation. So forget about that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Eeny, meeny, Mo. Uh Ulysses in Virginia Beach writes, do you think the NFL will ever play the same players in offense and defense, if not why every other sport does it? Well, uh, Ulysses, I, I'll answer it this way. All right. They don't do it because they're worried the players will be worn out. They want them fresh for the fourth quarter of games, and it's physically draining, and it gives the other team an advantage if you're playing a couple of players both ways. But fourth quarter, they're not going to have any energy left. But with the pandemic the way it is, I am relatively confident, I am relatively confident uh, that if they lose enough players, we'll see more and more two-way players. We're going to see that.
4: Did you play two ways back in the day when you played?
0: Uh, I did a little bit. I played on the offensive line on goal line situations I played on uh, on the defense.
4: Yeah, okay. Defensive line, defensive end. No yeah, scared. defensive line.
0: I was, I was the guy in the middle to plug it up so they couldn't run in the middle because nice. I took up the middle. <laughs> All right, uh, who's next? Ricardo from Fresno uh, writes in and says, uh, Hey, Ben, do you not believe in momentum or momentum in sports? Uh, Well, Ricardo, I don't know how long you've been listening, but I do not. Uh, Momentum is a weasel term. It's uh, right there with home field, the locker room chemistry, savvy veterans, uh, all championship pedigree, bulletin board material. These are terms used by sports media people to explain the outcome of an event. And my proof on that is when the outcome that is expected does not happen, then those things are never mentioned. For example, like if – the patriots when they beat the rams they talked about the championship pedigree and the savvy veterans and the experience super bowl experience if the rams had won that game and it came down to the fourth quarter none of that would have been mentioned none of that would have been mentioned and like you know team uh, team chemistry that was a big one for me because i covered the, the clippers, clippers in the-, the 90s were terrible and they got along they hung out together on the road they all loved each other there was a brotherhood in the locker room and they got out in the court and they were dribbling down their chin, if you know what I mean. Not on the court; they just couldn't. They <laughs> couldn't do anything. They were terrible. So I, I don't believe in that stuff. I do believe in like actual momentum. If you push something down a hill, the momentum will pick up. But as far as actual momentum in sports, there's things like confidence that I believe in. Uh, and you know, people get confident when you're confident. You do something. You can do it over and over and over uh, more effectively. But anyway, so uh, that's that. Uh, Joe in Virginia Beach says, are the furloughs over? I'm not dissing the replacements. I listen to some of them on the weekends, but my schedule works perfectly with cooking with Roberto, puck the world instead of ice line, etc. I look forward to those bits. My local is forcing the sports junkies on us. All right, so I can't, uh, I can't address the sports junkies. I, I don't know what's going on with that. That's a local programming decision. Uh, I don't know those guys. Maybe they're good guys. I have no idea. But as far as the furlough thing, uh Yeah, I mean, I, I, AD, I believe, is done. I am not. I, I still have a lot of furlough time left. I'm I'm most likely going to take some of it in August. I'm trying to get it out. I don't want to take any time off during football, uh, the NFL, because I'm confident there will be an NFL season. So uh, I'm going to take uh, maybe a couple long weekends in August. Uh, so I am warning you, and I'll try to let everyone know. But I have fur- a lot of furlough time left. Uh, I've only used, I think, uh, a few days of it. So so we have that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Barry in Chattanooga, Tennessee says, of all the game shows that you do on your program, what is the one you like the best and which one do you like the least? Uh, which one would G- gag on? do the worst at? Well, Gagon would be bad at all of them. But uh, my favorite uh, games, Mallers Mountain of Money has become a big favorite of mine. I love password using the Maler maneuver. That's kind of cool. Years ago, my favorite was Balderdash, but we used to call it Jeopardy. Back when we called it Jeopardy, we do like two segments of it. The one that I'm not the happiest with would most likely be Coach Player Entertainer. It's one of the reasons we don't do it every weekend. Um, I just think that doesn't – i think there's something missing from it. I don't know what it is. I like the concept of it. It's been good occasionally – uh, but maybe we need some and I'd be open to a new game if you have, a, if you want to suggest something that you think would be a good radio game show, Barry and Chattanooga, or you listening. Um, feel free, to email me. I, I'm open to it. Uh, I'm ap- I'm absolutely, ap- absolutely opening to it. Uh, open. To, uh,
4: let's see. Games games are probably a little bit better than Power Hours. So, I, yeah. Oh,
0: still upset about that. You're still upset <laughs> that Cowboy in Windsor was a bigger star than you. Yeah, you're annoyed by that. Uh, I know you had your minions reach out to me. Why don't you do a
4: Gascon power? I know, I know. Nothing yeah. of the sort. Yeah. I, know no, 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 no. I know you did.
0: I know you did. No, no, no. I'm usually jo- asleep at that time. So. John from Shithole, Colorado writes in. He says, hey, Ben, <laughs> do you ever let your right hand know what your left hand is doing? No, I do not. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> uh, RJ in yeah. San Antonio. Uh, he's temporarily, he says, in Bremerton, Washington. He says, what kind of tacos do you prefer to eat? What kind of toppings do you put on your tacos? Well, I'm a a crunchy taco guy. I like the Gringo Tacos. Uh, Tito's Tacos is the holy land of tacos in in the Los Angeles area in Culver City. It's just east of the 405, thank God. I wouldn't go there if it was west of the 405. But it's just east of the 405 freeway in Culver City. uh, And I love that place. I I would eat there. I, I actually did eat there twice a week when I lived closer to it. Now I go there once every four months to get my fix, but that would be, that would be the one. Will in Virginia says Ben, I just saw uh, as far as toppings, I'm I'm basic, I'm I'm uh, meat, cheese, lettuce, that's it, that's it. I don't I don't know. maybe you know throw some other stuff if you want, but I, that's what I need. Uh, Will writes in says, hey Ben, I just saw a Fox News story where San Francisco bus driver was beaten with a baseball bat for not letting three men, uh, not wearing masks on his bus. Was that Lance the bus driver? And, uh, and no, it was not. And then he says, when will the Giants try using those bats during a game? Well, that's a good line. It's a good line. All right. I think that's it, Gascon. Are we good? Yes? Yeah, yeah that was good. All right. Wonderful. Well, uh, thank you. Another weekend in the books. You put it on the board. Yeah. Outstanding. All right. And uh, cameo, cameo, cameo. Follow us on social media. Anything else to promote, Gascon?
4: Uh That is it. Just make sure you rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, give us five stars, And uh, tell your friends and your enemies. All
0: right. We'll be back uh, Sunday night into Monday, 2 a.m. on Monday in the East, 11 p.m. in the West, and we'll have the – Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.